Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. This is Black Writers Space. I am your host, Ms. Mocha, and tonight I have my co-host with me, DeAndrea. And hey, Dee. Hey, sis. Hey, had a little technical difficulty. Sorry about that. Um, our guest tonight is Marcus Thompson. He is the founder of the R&B group from the 80s. Um, I absolutely love Time the 80s. Social Club. Absolutely. Yes, Time Makes Social Club. So he is awaiting, and I'm going to bring him right on air. Hello. Hello, hello. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you both? Fine, I love your voice. Yes, oh. I know. That's what I was saying. Right. Thank you, ladies. <laughs> Likewise. Okay. So let's just dig right in. Oh, my God, thank you so much for sending me a copy of the book. I, of course, I haven't had a chance to read the whole thing, but what I do love is with the first few pages, I noticed that um, damn, you got everything so detailed. Like you had the copy of one of the, um, I guess it was one of the first checks or something like that. Oh, the tour receipt, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, the receipt, yeah. I was like, oh, my God. So I love the way you have it, I don't know, it's kind of like, I don't know, I don't even know what to call it, but I like it. I like how you did it. Um, you have so much Thank information. You. Just looking at the titles of the like the chapters and how you section mm-hmm. everything off was mm-hmm. like, wow. Like you told wow. everything, like, look, this what happened <laughs> on this day at this time. We yeah. did this and that and how they used to get into the fights. Um at the concerts and stuff, oh, yeah. and just oh, everything. Yeah. And you guys were around everybody. Yes. So and, I just and... got through reading a little part about, I was going to read a little sample. Maybe I'll do it on the break. Okay. Um, the little part about the, um, let me bring Dee back on. She was disconnected. Um, the part about the cover and how the cover, the information on the cover, it was some um, wrong information on the cover. Like Correct. you were saying that they had to contact you all, you and I think somebody else, if they wanted to book you guys, and your information wasn't even on the on the cover of the album. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyhow, you we can we can start from the beginning. Okay. Um, how did everything happen? Uh, well, Timex Social Club. Um, we got together in high school. Uh, we were just a bunch of. Uh, you know, a group of guys just hanging around in, in high school, senior year, or whatnot. We probably, you know, we probably started like in tenth um, grade, but officially kind of wow. got everything going like maybe like junior year, and on into senior year. And uh, initially, we were not musicians at all. We were just like a crew of of guys that just hung around. I mean, you're talking about the '80s, right? And how how you like yeah. the '80s? Well, <laughs> well, everybody had a crew. I mean, you know, I'm pretty sure they still have crews right now, <laughs> but you know, Absolutely. that was back in the b-boy breaking, pop locking days and everything. And so, everybody had a crew where you just kind of just, you know, 
hung out together and did certain things, whether it was, you know, you all went out in your cars together and you hung out, you you cruised or or whatever you did, that, that was your activity and that was your boys and, and the females had their crews. So that's how we started. And then the music thing just kind of evolved because my friend Michael, who basically is a lead singer of the group back then, he he was a singer. He was a church singer. He sang in church. So, you know, his mother was like a choir director and, you know, she 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 handled the youth choir for the church and stuff like that. So it was a natural progression. And then I was DJing at the time. So I was in the music on, on the other tip. And then um, my boy Alex, who also co-wrote uh, songs with us, especially Rumors, uh, he was a DJ as well. And so that's what we did. We, you know, and then everything just kind of meshed, kind of like transformed. We we kind of just, um, uh, what's that old show, uh, kind of just united like um, um, Wonder Twins or whatever, you know what I'm saying? We just kind of <laughs> just, just morphed in into Timex Social Club. So that that's how it was. It started from high school. And just to let you know, here's a fact that a lot of people don't know, that the song Rumors was written um about my high school, Berkeley High School in Northern California. So basically all the lyrics and everything were inspired by my times at that school for four years. Oh, yeah, how did you okay. Come up with the, how did you come up with the name? I mean, the uh, name when, is so unique. The uh, Timex Social Club? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, we were the Timex crew. That's That's all we wanted to be ever be. We were just Timex, and people around the, the the school just called us Timex. Whenever they saw us, they just, what's up, Timex, what's up? And so <laughs> we were uh, fans of the group Morris Day in the Time. So that's where that came from. So we were just, we, we can't be the Time, so we'd be Timex. And then um, when the music started to get a little bit serious, I was on the bus one day going to my boy Alex's house to lay down some tracks, and... I passed this place called, I forget what it was, but it said Social Club on the back end of it, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was a place where, like, these old gentlemen were hanging out, you know, playing playing dominoes and playing cards, you know. Wow. And, I said, and then I, it, just, it just ran through my mind. I said, Timex Social Club. Mm-hmm. That's a cool name. That don't even sound like a group, right? Well, so now, right. now you got this. <laughs> so now you got the mind of a, of a 19-year-old playing around with, with uh, band names. So that's how it came up. Hey, but it was a wonderful thing again because it was a hit. <laughs> it really was. Oh, you know what I was thinking? I was thinking of Power Rangers. Yeah, we came now, together oh, like the Power, Power Rangers. Rangers. Yeah. Okay. Power Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then that's from there, it just kind of it kind of elevated. You know, we, we shopped that uh, demo around and um, – you know, when they said when we went into the studio and they said, Well what do you the engineer said, What do you want me to put on the master tape? And everybody looked at me and I said, Time X Social Club. Hmm. And okay. that's it. That is it that's a, in a nutshell. Now what is one of the first like big things that you can remember, like a lot of times people say, I remember when we first heard our music on the radio. What was the one of the most notable you know what? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that I'm gonna say hearing it on the radio for the first time. You know, it was 
I got to tell you guys too, this too. That song was three years old when you heard it. Mm. <laughs> we wow. had wrote that song in 1983. You know, oh I, I wrote God. the lyrics and because um, I graduated in '83, so I, I wrote. I was the, in um, third grade. Okay, go no. ahead. <laughs> wow, feeling real young right now, Miss Smoker. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I wrote that right out of high school. I wrote it the summer I graduated, and. We it kind of set around, you know, it was something we were working on. It wasn't, it was a big song for us, we thought, on our demo tape, but we had other songs by the time we were shopping our demo tape three years later. But, you know, when you get, when you get so many things on cassette tape back then, you never, you know, sometimes you think, man, we're never going to hit the radio. This is year by year, years are going by, and we're not there yet. We have not made it to the big time. So, yeah, to hear it on the radio, I was at an Arco gas station filling up my boy's wow. car. Arco, he, had went in, Arco. he had went in to pay, <laughs> okay? This is West Oakland, the hood. And we, we he had went into the uh, the store to pay for the gas, and we came out, and we pumping gas, and then we got in the car, we turned the car on, we pulled out onto the street. And we listened to the radio, K, um, KMEL, uh, 106.1 in, in uh, uh, San Francisco. Anyway, I'm, I'm trying to relive it right now. Sorry. <clears throat> Getting a little uh, choked you, up. And I know but, uh, that's what you're doing, the book, <laughs> too. Go ahead. Yeah, that, that song came on the radio, and we had to pull the car over. I mean, everybody was yelling, screaming, yelling, yelling, just screaming, right? We pulled the car over, and we just sat there and listened to the song play on the car speakers. Oh and, I like mean. Like the fast heartbeat. It was a fast heartbeat. Yeah, song. exactly. When I saw that movie, I just, I was like, man, Robert Townsend really did it right there. That That is really how we felt. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's amazing. That is amazing. And you have had the pleasure of coming into contact with so many wonderful, great, and um, I know it's probably hard to say one person or the other, but who would you say is one of the biggest or most notable people that you have had the pleasure of working with? Working with? Uh, you mean like in the studio or you mean just like being on tour you know, with or performing day, with? On tour, any, anybody, that's, whoever you think it, it can be just a Small moment of time, but who is that? Have you had <laughs> working with that is something that will always stick with you that has made a big impression? Wow. Um, I have so many, but I'm going to give you two. Um, the first, and I want to say rest in peace to this brother, he was very influential. He took us under his wing when he didn't have to. I mean, this was the Biggest DJ out there at the time. Rest in peace, Jam Master Jay. Um, wow. Jay Jay was our big brother on tour. He basically I wrote I wrote about this in the book. He basically came up to us on tour the very first day and inter- introduced himself to us. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And um I mean if you can if you could understand a, a group of brothers just just being there, you know, in his presence, never meeting him before, with our mouths open like uh <laughs> mm-hmm. So 
You know, this is somebody we had seen in Right On Magazine, MTV, of course, and all Ooh, the right other Right On, you just hit a nerve. <laughs> I know, I forgot about them. Oh, my God. Right on magazine. Right on and Black D. Oh, yeah. Okay. MTV, Soul Train, uh, American Music Awards, all award shows. I mean, Run DMC back then in 1985, 1986 was, you know, hands down the biggest rap group in the world, I'm going to say. I'm going to say the world. Okay. (laughs) And, uh, you know, for this brother to be like, yo, my name is, I'm like, <laughs> you know, because I was thinking, fool, we know who you are. <laughs> Let us introduce ourselves to you, <laughs> you know. But that's how humble he was. And, um, you know, he never changed. He, was, he, was, he wasn't he was a starstruck person. He could have been easily, and I wouldn't have thought anything different. Um, you know, he could have been reclusive. It never came out just for, just for you know, to perform and then maybe just back into the dressing room. But we hung out with Jay. Um, he gave us advice. Um, like I say, he took us under his wing. And, and, you know, when I heard about his passing, I was I was devastated. Mm-hmm. The second person, let me get off that somber note. The second person I'm going to say is James M. Tume, uh Juicy Fruit, Mr. Juicy Fruit. Uh, <laughs> mm. We... Uh, he took us into the studio, and I learned a lot from that brother in just, um, I'm going to say, a weekend. A weekend. Uh, uh, again, uh, a person I was in awe of, you know, and and a person that talked to me just like he was, pro- you know, a family member or a, a, um, a friend that I had known for, for quite a while, and he was easy to understand, and he actually was teaching uh, so I'm going to say J Master J and, and M2 May. Okay. That's amazing. It is. It really is. Kind of like speechless. Thanks. Um, <laughs> Thanks. Wow. I'm I'm still on the book. Like, yes. You put everything, and like I said, I haven't had a chance to really dig into it, but I know for a fact that I can go to the lake and just dig into that book and it's almost like I was right there with you. Well that was my goal. Um yeah. I'm not I'm a songwriter, so I'm not a writer I'm not a literary you writer. Did a I mean I am job. now. Yeah. Huh? You did a pretty good job. Well thank you. And yeah. and so I said, Well how would I like to read a book? Uh, uh you know, I had to put I kind of put myself in a, like an out-of-body experience when I was writing it. I wrote it from the perspective of somebody else trying to read it and understand it. Mm-hmm. So I formatted it. I think I formatted it differently than a lot of other books that I see out there based on uh, music uh, of that time, of the 80s. Mm-hmm. It's not one of those story story this is a i think you hit it on the nail uh the head on the nail um it, it I, i'm trying to put you there mm-hmm. in the stadium with us i'm trying to put you in the and that's how room. i felt that's how I'm, i felt yeah, yeah i'm trying to put you on the tour bus i'm trying to put yeah. you backstage in the hotel room yeah <laughs> you know i'm trying that's to it. i'm trying to make you walk with me through this book but that, so. that's how you speak even now talking when I'm listening to you, I can. I was at the Art Club gas station. 
no. right. right. I'm 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 feeling the whole we pulled out and then the song on the radio came, we just stopped the car. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That is exactly how you speak. And so I haven't had the pleasure of reading the book either, but again, I can see I can see that like you said, it's one of those books that you can get back in here there because you put me right where you were back in the eighties. Wow. Thank you so much, ladies, and that was my goal. So I'm I'm very happy and very elated to to understand that, you know, readers are getting it. Absolutely. Because that was my fear. I'm like, I'm going to drop this on the world, and then ain't nobody going to understand what I'm talking about. No, no, I'm telling you. And just tell us some of your favorite parts of the book. For our listeners who haven't had the pleasure of reading it, and um, we see that you wanted everybody to experience it, like you experienced it, and you have accomplished that, but uh, just give us a little bit of what like, your favorite part of the book. Oh, I mean, the whole book, but no, nah, you want specifics. Um, <laughs> I must tell you guys that in writing this book, I had so much fun. I laughed all the way through it. This is not your typical, oh, woe is me, you know, the, the, the big bad music industry did this and that and, and, you know, no. This is funny stuff. If we had had TMZ back then, Timex would have been all over the place. We were buck wild, okay? <laughs> we were doing stuff that you shouldn't you probably should die, you know. It's, it's a miracle I'm still alive, you know. And I'm like, really? We did that? And I'm like remembering all this stuff. I had to write it down. I'm like, man, that's right. We did that. You know, who in the world would do something like that? But um, oh, what, what 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 was the best? <laughs> what was the best? Uh, I think it's probably remembering the concerts, the action the action and the flow of some of the concerts that I'm talking about. I'm talking about the riot in uh lost uh sorry, Long Beach. That's the very first chapter. That's what and, I read. Yeah. Okay. And that's really you know, when you think back to the Raising Hail tour, if you Google it, that's some of the stuff that's gonna come up because it was very the news, you know, the media really got on that and they turned it around to say Run DMC caused that riot when, in fact, Run DMC was in the dressing room. So I wanted people to understand exactly what happened that night because a lot of that has been misreported over the years. And, uh, you know, just re, re you know, going over that and 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 getting all of those facts straight and everything that was really really fun for me. So that's a good read, I think. Um, the other one, you know, the Times in in Madison Square Garden at that show. Um, there's some other shows. Um, the description of people um, running up on stage, trying to get up on stage uh, to, to uh, you know. Get at a uh, LL Cool J <laughs> or somebody, you know, and then uh, and then the Hollis crew going into action and, and knocking these fools out. Wow! wow. <laughs> I mean, you don't get a lot, so that's a lot of the backstory that I fill in uh, for the readers who may may have been at those concerts, but but I know. always wanted to know what happened. 
Hmm. So you, you know, know what? That, I'm sorry, I don't mean because I was just going to say, that's what makes it so refreshing because, like you said, it's not the big, bad wolf industry. You know, music industry got me and woe is me. It's refreshing, <laughs> entertaining. It puts you right there at the concert, you know, puts mm-hmm. you in the scene, it puts you on the stage, and that's mm-hmm. exactly what it is that we want, you know, something refreshing, something good. So here's some good stories about Jam Master Jay, you know. A lot of people oh, yeah. don't realize about the, you know, production and producing all, you know, it's like you said, juicy fruit. People only know that about influence. They don't know, like, a, a good backstory. So we love that about your book, and I'm sure the readers really appreciate that about it. Well, thank you. And I've been getting some good reviews out on Amazon.com and Lulu.com. Um, it's also available on TSCBook.com. Um, that's a Timex Social Club uh, .com as well. So, um, you know, they they can always go there and, and uh, check the book out. I think on Amazon.com it's also on Kindle. Um, so if you have a Kindle, uh, you, oh, can, yeah. you can download it. That way too, and it's it's at a it's under five dollars on Kindle, so that that's oh, wow. a real good that's a real good price, um, you know, to get it electronically. It's really affordable, yeah. So you know, I would say you know if you love the eighties, you love rap yeah. music in its in its heyday, um, yeah. and you want to know specifics about what happened behind the scenes. I'm the person. Wow. I think I'm one of one of the few people to pull the covers back on the hip hop industry. Tell them how it day. is, yes. <laughs> and that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to. I said I'm not going to write nothing that's you know really just you know you know that everybody else has done. I want to do. I want to be a little different with it. You know, right. I want to tell y'all what people was doing and what they was wearing <laughs> and where we were and what we did. And you know, a lot of this came from my tour diary. I actually wrote a diary every night on tour. I was going to ask you. I was going to ask that question because in the book, I'm sorry, I get excited. In the book, you have, when you had the date and the times, I was like, it's almost like, was he keeping a journal? I said, I wonder, did he write it like this or did he really keep a journal? Because you had every detail to the T. (laughs) So you did. Thank you. Wow. Um, That's just me and my crazy self. I've oh always been like that. That is not crazy. That is not. I used to keep a journal. Sure. Well, I go back and read that stuff like that. It, wow. This is the you right back. I didn't start keeping that diary until the tour was almost over. <laughs> but it was still during, you know, yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah. But I had a lot of... Um, I had a lot of uh, conversations with my my homeboys that were basically, you know, my road manager and and other members of the group that were actually there. And so, for some of the facts of the book, I that I couldn't remember like detailed, I would go and ask them. And uh, so I got, you know, we it's good, you know, it's validated. Yeah, exactly. it's good that you had the forethought to actually sit down and say, hey, you know what, I better start writing some of this Ooh. stuff down. It's good. And we appreciate that. We you. really do. Now, tell us a little bit about some of the things that you've been doing currently, um, you know, lately. Any new projects, new projects that you're currently working on? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm working on
jazz project right now. It's called the DJ Marcus T Project. Um, I'm working on it with producer Bink Wills out of Sac- Sacramento, and uh, we're we're about four or five tracks into it right now. Um, I think I'm going to put it out as an EP, so it's not going to be one of those 33 song albums. <laughs> it's going to be short and sweet. Um, I've always wanted to do jazz. It's, it's smooth jazz, by the way. I've always wanted to do smooth jazz. I wanted to do it back then when we were doing Timing Social Club back in the 80s. But, um, I, you know, we were so much R&B related, so I never really got to put it down like that. But, you know, with the release of this book and, and the resurgence in, in – in you know, in the name and in the group, um, I'm back and I'm I'm, I'm doing that. I'm finally doing that. So um, that that'll be out here soon. I'm I'm looking for a release date of uh, I don't know, let's say Christmas of 2012. Okay. So okay. I'll let you guys know when that drops and I'll send you a copy, no problem. Um, the other thing, I guess, the other big news is um, you remember the group Club Close? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I got together with Samuel, the voice of Club Nouveau. He sang Lean On Me. He sang Jealousy. He sang a lot of uh, the lead on the the first album. So Samuel and I, he also had a a very good uh, solo career. So Samuel and I are performing uh, as Time X Social Club now. And we've done a few shows uh, recently. Um, You can go on YouTube and check us out in San Diego last, um, just in April, we uh we did a really nice show out there. Um who we had, we had Candyman on the bill. You remember Candyman yeah, knocking the boots? Yeah. We had Mellow yeah. Man Ace on the bill that night. <laughs> we had In Too Deep back to the hotel. We had really? them. And then uh we we uh we closed the show. We headlined. So we knocked it out. We did uh we did um uh Jealousy Rumors uh, and a bunch of other songs. So, yes, we are back. We're booking shows, and uh, if anybody mm-hmm. out there wants us to come and uh, perform at the function, yeah, for sure. Let us know. Yeah, you can hit us up at booking at timexsocialclub.com, or you can always just hit us up on Twitter. Our Twitter is at timexsocialclub. All right, that sounds good. You are really, really doing it and bringing it back. We really appreciate that. We have a caller, so what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break, and once we come back, we're going to... We're going to take the caller. (laughs) She got disconnected. Okay, we'll be right back. Okay.
Wow. If you've just tuned in with us, this is Black Writers Space. I am your host, Miss Mocha, and our guest tonight is Marcus Thompson. Uh, he is the founder of the R&B 80s group, Social Women, Timex Social Club, I'm sorry. Timex Social Club. I get caught up in the music Correct. for a sec. <laughs> so, it's all good. Uh, it's all good. Anyhow. I'm glad you got caught up. I, wanna, <laughs> I know, right? It puts you right back there. Um, what Thank I want to know is um, when you, wait a minute, what was my, oh, my God, my mind just went blank. That music, I shouldn't, I shouldn't have played it. The caller hung up. So I'm, I would hope they would call back because they were waiting for a minute. However, um, how? What is your take on? You know, you came up in the eighties. Yes. You were actually out there. So, what is your take on eighties R and B then, and what we listening to now? Mm. I know. Well, yeah. I, you know, mm-hmm. I'm a I'm an old school songwriter. Not really R and B. I'm sorry. Let me correct that. Not really R and B, but all of it. The R and B, the hip hop. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about because I'm a DJ now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. You know, I do clubs and, and private parties and all that stuff. So I'm playing Drake every weekend. I'm I'm out okay. here playing Wiz Khalifa. I'm playing Nicki Minaj. I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> you know what I mean. I'm spinning mm-hmm. the new stuff. So yeah, this is really appropriate. Um, what I want to say, I wanted to say that I was basically taught and grew up on uh, classic R and B. Um, you know, Barry White, Marvin Gaye, uh, Donnie Hathaway, um, mm. you know, uh, the Spinners, OJs, Manhattans, uh, groups like that, uh, George Clinton, P-Funk, Parliament, Funkadelic, all that, man. So, you know, the, Prince. Mm-hmm. Can't forget Prince. So that's where I got my style from. That's where I got my swag from. That's Those are the guys that taught me how to write lyrics how to write meaningful songs, how to craft your, you know, what you're saying into uh, three to four minutes. Uh, mm. And, and you know, when you listen to a song like Brick House, <laughs> right. you, know it's about the, you know it's about the female anatomy. Mm-hmm. However, you know, Lionel Richie and Neil didn't have to say... <laughs> exactly what was inside the bra for you to mm-hmm. understand what they were saying. So what I guess what I'm what I'm really trying to say is I'm kinda of disappointed today in, in yeah. some of the artists today because the censorship, you know, the, there's no more hmm, how can I say that? There's no more thinking. There's no more like, hmm, how can I convey that thought really cleverly, you know, and 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 twist it around and make people understand. And I'm talking about this, and I'm going to say that. They just come out and say it. Right. Now, ha- a lot of that is freedom. Okay, it's censorship. You know, the, the censors out there let lets them do it. But to me, it's just it's it's. I don't know. It's it's, it's like <laughs> wow, really? I have I to go know. and find the clean version of this song. I like the instrumentation behind it. I like the syncopation. I like you know everything else, but some of the lyrics, and this is you know a, a lot of old man in me too, you know. <laughs> yeah. I can't yeah. take it. You know I can't play this for my mama. So 
Right. Or the kids. <laughs> right. Right. Well, some of the kids, you know, they like this stuff. Some of the mamas let them, let them listen no. to that stuff. They don't, they don't know exactly what's on the iPod. But, uh, yeah, you know, you gotta you got to really find a clean version of some of these records. Well, I don't say some, most of these hit songs that are on the radio. Um, you know, it's just the lyrics are just, it, 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 but they're still hits, you know. They um, are. They're still, they're still racking up awards. Uh, they're, they're they're killing it at at um, at the, at the Grammys. They're killing it. They're you know, um, BMI awards, ASCAP awards. They're killing it. You know, the uh, iTunes downloads are off the charts. So I really can't hate. You know, I just I'm just old school like that. And if I was ever to write any lyrics to one of these beats, if they would say Marcus T. Here's a beat. Write, write a song to it. Mine wouldn't have all the profanity in it. My lyrics wouldn't have all the profanity in it. Mm-hmm. So that's the really the hard thing right now. But you no, know, uh, that comes with you know times change, and that's yeah. where we are right now. Well, you know, I'm from an analog generation, and right now what we got is digital. So you know, I was out before MP3. I was on real to real, you know tape decks and cassette tape decks and, Absolutely. you know, all our, all our stuff had, had Dolby noise reduction in it and stuff. Everything right, now is digital. Right, right. <laughs> everything now is digital. The emailing tracks and everything. So I don't, I can't hate at it. I can't hate it. But what what is disappointing is just some, most of the lyrics right now, they just, you know, I cringe. You know, Absolutely. and some of the names, some of the names are really racy too. The names of these songs, the titles. You know, like wow, really you said that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a diff- big difference for me. Yeah, it's, it's okay. music is different now. So absolutely, I do apologize, uh, guys. Um, like you said, the the, the technical error, um, <laughs> the phones and everything else. So I apologize, okay. like writer's face. I was so excited about our guest today. That um, I know we have had a lot of background noise, and we don't. We I didn't have no noise reduction on my phone. Ha ha ha! So I do apologize. <laughs> it's cool. I used to have a show on Blog Talk, so I know exactly what you're going through. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I have really enjoyed you <laughs> today. I really have. We look forward to. Um, you coming absolutely to Chicago, and I can't wait for the jazz album to drop. And um, I just can't wait for everything that you have that's coming up. I'm excited well, thank you. about it. And we would absolutely. love to go. We would love to come to Chicago. Um, you know, anytime. Just just get at us. You know how to get at me on Facebook. Uh, for other people out there that are listening to this, uh, you can find me at uh, facebook.com forward slash DJ Marcus T. That's D-J-M-A-R-C-U-S-T. And, uh, yeah, Papa Timex will pop up right in front of your face. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I want to get the name of the book out there, too, uh, for some people that may have missed that. Uh, The name of the book is uh, How Do Rumors Get Started? And it's the true story of Timex Social Club. And you can find that on Amazon.com, Amazon Kindle, Lulu.com, and tscbook.com. And uh, if you can't do that for some reason, hit me up on Twitter. 
My Twitter is at TimeXSocialClub.com. i got to see how we hooked up on Do the, um, the give the Facebook again. Sure. Uh, Facebook is DJ Marcus T. That's M-A-R-C-U-S-T. T is in Timex. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. And Twitter yeah. is Timex Social Club. Yeah. Right? Yes. And we are performing. Oh, you know what? You had my friend on here uh, a few days ago, Cheryl Cooley Uh-oh. from uh, Climax. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We're um we're going out with them on some dates as well. So oh, look out. Okay. She did say they were gonna be doing a tour or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Great. So we're 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 talking with them as uh opening up for them. Um yeah. I talked that to her the other awesome. night. Yeah. Oh, Timex and Climax. Comments and clients. Shut Why? it down. Meeting in the ladies' room and rumors. Oh, come on. Wow. Come on. I missing you. <laughs> I miss you. Oh, I miss goodness. you. That's right. Yes. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. So we definitely look forward to you coming. Absolutely. And we we all I have to say this Miss Mocha is also a photographer. I'm her assistant, and so we always okay. always invite our guests that if you come to Chicago, we will yes. give you a free photo shoot. So is that right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Now is that after or before the soul food? Because I know y'all got some soul food. I know that's right. However, however way you want to work the schedule. I know that's however way. <laughs> we trade you. We trade you a soul food dinner for a photo shoot. Oh, we can work that. There it is. Definitely work that. I know y'all know where the spot is. Oh, yes, yes. And if you, you know, a lot of times when you do your dates and you look at different venues, a lot of times you'll see the Star Plaza in Maryville, Indiana, that is close to us. So uh, if you happen to have that in your um, list of play dates, then just know that that's close to Chicago as well. So. Okay, the Star Plaza? Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Bet. Yeah. Well, it was a one. It was, it was wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. I know. I got to dig back into this book. Oh man! Yeah. Thank you so much yeah. for the for the kudos on that. Like I said before, yeah. I'm not I'm not a writer per se of Stop book. Stop saying or that. Like you just <laughs> you 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 wrote the book. Right, and then and then people say, "Well, you can say that now. You're author." Yes, okay, I am. But before, well, in the process, I wasn't. But I just want to say, I'm really, really glad that you guys got it. You know, oh yeah, and that was that was my whole thing. I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna format this a little differently. Uh, The first Mm -hmm. chapter is is it kind of it kind of comes out. It should the first chapter should actually be almost in the back of the book. Mm-hmm. But what I wanted to do, I did like a movie. You know, sometimes it's, and, mm-hmm. and when you're watching a movie, they'll show, show you, you the like end. a, first, uh-huh, yeah, or, or show you first. like like something, and then they'll catch up to that. Little That's flashback. what I wanted to do. That's I what I was you. doing with that first chapter, that very first chapter, right in right in uh, Long Beach. So you know, oh, when they're picking up that book, understand that, that it's not in chronological order. That one kind of jumps out, but that one had the most action, and that was the one I wanted to clear up. And tell everybody Ooh. that Houdini, Houdini. Mm-hmm. Oh, I gotta give big ups to to Houdini, Jalil, Ecstasy, Grandmaster D, and the, and the whole crew. Houdini actually is responsible for calming, <laughs> really 
calming down that that riot. Wow. They tried to, they tried their best because they were on stage at that time that the riot mm-hmm. started to break out and they they had mics in hand. Now they could have just ran backstage and let security do it, but they actually stood Absolutely. up there and 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 tried to have people, you know, calm down and everything. So and that's amazing. You know, the news doesn't that's really so report that they did that, but reported. they actually did it. So big ups, big ups to my brothers. You know what is so indicative of the era and the music itself and the 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 aura and the, the type of people that were out there producing and writing and rapping and singing and, you know, just performing. We had true entertainers and true performers back then, and it's so different now. I'm not saying that, you know, there's not credit due nowadays, but it's so different. And so Miss Mocha and I are such big fans of the 80s, and so that's why you always see us have people come on because we always say we like to celebrate people while they're here. We like to honor them and give them kudos and let them tell their story and let them say what they like to say. So you'll always find us someplace with someone. I mean, of course, we're going to always have people current, but we'll always pay tribute to that era because that was a true era of music. Oh, thank you. Yes. It was so now, much fun to be a part of it. Books? Am I going to write any more books? You know well, what? I do have one more that. in the can. Go ahead. I do have one more. I, I got to get out, um, mm-hmm. and that's it's going to be about really the Timex crew. But uh-huh. it's not about mm-hmm. the Timex crew as the Timex crew. It's about our experience at the prom. We had the worst prom experience mm-hmm. in the history of prom experience. <laughs> uh oh. Mm-hmm. So that one needs to be a movie. If I, I was about out. to say that. I was about to say that sounds like a house party, <laughs> hilarious type of thing. You're gonna follow That's five that. brothers from from the Bay Area and our our antics, uh, trying tr- up like the week before the prom, mm-hmm. through the prom night, and then the weekend back trying to go back to school on Monday. That's that's wow. like the whole thing, and it's hilarious. Oh my God! We were just—we meet every year. We have a reunion every year, and we okay. had our reunion um, two weeks ago. Oh and wow! We were just talking okay. about it. We were just talking about it. So oh, yeah, if I if I can get so my act together that. and Black put, put space listeners, <laughs> we've got the exclusive now. We've yeah, got we do. I'm laughing just thinking about it because man, we were some fools back then. That must wow. be a heck of a story. I can't wait to hear that yeah. one. And it's all African American, yeah. so. There you go. Oh, great. Okay. Sounds good. Well, again, I I would like to just thank you so much for taking the time out. You are such a a wonderful guest. Typically, our guests don't even last this long on an interview. Oh, (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, I'm honored. We try not to take up too much time. We try to honor your time and um, the fact that you have taken time out of your busy schedule to chat with us, and so we try to you know, just take a little bit of time. But you've been such a wonderful guest, and so we have to. I'll, I'll apologize for keeping you so long, but no, we no. had a wonderful, wonderful time with you. Absolutely. No. Thank you, ladies. Likewise, and like I said, I used to have a show on Blog Talk. It was called Rumor Radio. Um, but anyway, yeah, I know how to do this. So I used to be wow. on the other side of this. I used to be okay. on the other side of this. I used to be where you are, and I used to have, you know, I used to be booking guests and everything. So, mm. I, you know, okay. I'm very comfortable in blog talk land. Okay. And I know I know about the technical difficulties, too, with that darn switchboard. Ooh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. Well, I'll definitely be contacting you um, off the air. Maybe okay. we can try to work something out for. Yeah, um, we're gonna work it uh, out. We're gonna work out this appearance. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Y'all know me. I'll be sending emails while we talk. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, so thank no you problem. so much yeah. for coming on the show. Um, You're welcome. We and must I have think had I got everything out there. Was there was there anything else that you guys? Um, uh, we can talk all night, but I think I the know. main thing. <laughs> all right. I got about thing. two more minutes. For sure. I think we hit. Um, oh, you know what I, I want to tell them too? Go ahead. Go ahead. In the book. <laughs> There's, I call it sex, drugs, and rap and roll. That's what the story is about. So there's there's a little something in there for everybody. I'll say the book is rated R if if you wanted okay. me to give you a rating. Um, okay. There's not a lot of risque language, but there is some, so I don't mince um, words. You know, this is for grown-up, you know, grown grown yeah. don't, give book. It to my, don't give it to my 13-year-old. Is that what you're saying? Well... I'll let you. Maybe you, a little. You pretty are much. the parent. You pretty are much. the parent. <laughs> uh, uh, but it's not a fairy tale. This is real stuff that happened. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and I talk about everybody. I mainly talk about myself. So I I could dish it, and I can take it. So I, you know. <laughs> now with everybody. I put myself on blast more than I put a lot of people on blast. But okay. there's some uh, there's some oh my gods in that book. There's but a lot I'm of oh my god. I'm sure it is. And there's a, a lot of oh my gods about some uh, entertainers that are still doing it today. Uh-oh. And you Ooh. and and you will be like, oh no, he did. What? It. Um, you're okay. talking about the Beastie Boys. You're talking about mm-hmm. LL Cool J. You're talking about Houdini. Wow. You're talking about Run DMC. And you're talking about us. It's a all, it was an all male tour. I bet it was wow. I bet it's wow. Let your mind wonder. Everything oh you thinking about, we did it. There's a groupie Ooh, stories in there. There's a groupie <laughs> stories in there. <laughs> and I and I'm I tell it like it is. I tell it. I like know it you happened. do. I saw that okay. at the beginning. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I tell you what she said, and I tell you what he said. <laughs> there's no. There's really no wondering. Okay. Right. What it what it is to to do this. Um, one of my favorite chapters is uh, a chapter called um, JMJ versus Mickey D's, and that's when Jam Master J takes everybody to McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Hilarious! I'll just give you. I'll just tell you. You know a what? Bit. If you, you know, can I? I was just gonna say. Yeah. You know what? If you can, and this is really putting you on the spot, and if you don't have it, that's fine. But if you can, can you read us an excerpt from your book? If you oh, have I, it. I don't have it, but I can just tell you. Go okay. And I, I I can also tell you that if you go on YouTube, what I did is I did two videos for the book. Oh man, what's Ooh. the name of it? Where are they? Now, now <laughs> the videos are just me speaking. I'm not reading. Yeah. I'm not reading the book, but I'm I'm speaking about these chapters. So if you go on YouTube and you put in JMJ versus Mickey D's, you'll find it. The other okay. one is Soul Food Zombies, and those are those are two hilarious chapters in the book. But um, let me just tell you about the JMJ thing. So mm-hmm. it happened after one of the concerts. I, I wasn't sure what city it was, but um, 
That was the night that Run DMC wanted to ride on our tour bus. So mm-hmm. everybody crowded into our tour bus. So now you got about, you know, normally it was like six of us out there in the tour bus. So now you got 10 or, or 12 people on this tour bus, right? Mm-hmm. And we are we are having a ball. We they're they're telling us all these stories. We're from California, so they're telling us all these stories from New York, uh, and you know, and we're just loving it. We're we're just you know eating this stuff up because we don't know about New York and they don't know about California. So we're sitting here listening, and you know, this is the great Rev Run now. But back then he was running. Why? <laughs> so you know, it, it, I'm talking about running his heyday. Mm-hmm. Who was a bad motherfucker. So, yeah. you know, untouchable, right? He was like Jay-Z, you know. He was like, oh, my God, one of the baddest rappers out of Queens. So, Run is telling stories. Run is telling lies. Run is cracking everybody up. Just what you see on Run's house, dial that back and put a put a crown on it. Put put $100,000 on it. That That's how big he was back then, well, you know. So, anyway... He wasn't in the church. We'll just say that. So we okay. we are just he's got us he's basically doing a stand up comedy act. He's got us rolling on the floor. He's he's telling us all these stories of, of the tours before us and telling us things about secret stuff about celebrities and stuff and we like, Man, really? So anyway, after a while we get hungry. And so Jay Jam Master Jay says, Is anybody hungry? And we say, Yeah, we hungry. So we asked our tour bus driver to pull into the next McDonalds. So Jay gets out this list, and he starts asking everybody what they want to eat. And he asks Run, and Run gives him an order like nobody's business. I mean, three of this, three of that, four of them, you know, give me an extra large this and that. And I'm like, I'm thinking, right, because I'm like, wow, that's about $20 worth of food right there, bro. So I'm 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 tabulating this stuff in my mind, right? So he he goes around the table, and everybody from the Hollis crew, you know, the Run DMC camp, they're ordering these these twenty dollar, thirty dollar orders a piece. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, there's about twelve people on the bus. Jay 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 Master Jay Jay is what I call him. His real name is Jason. Jay is not asked anybody for a dime. He's st- he's steady writing this stuff down. What you want? 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 And writing this stuff down. So he gets to us. So he he gets to me, and I'm like, uh, well, look, dude, I just want a cheeseburger and a small Coke. <laughs> right. I'm trying, you know, I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, uh, I'm good, right? So he's like, no, nah, don't you mean you want two of this? You want? I mean, he's padding my order for me. Right. You know? And then he's looking at me like, you better not change it. <laughs> he had one of them stern, them stern Cliff Huxtable looks, right? Well, I'm like, okay, yeah, I want two of them, three of them, right? So everybody, so we get off the bus and we walk into the McDonald's. Now imagine Run DMC coming to a McDonald's in 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 in, in Idaho or wherever we were, right? We shut it down. The people there was there was about eight people in line. Jay cut to the front. Jay didn't even wait in line. He cut to the front. He went right to the cashier and bum rushed the whole McDonald's. Oh my god. Needless to say, everybody nobody nobody said, Hey man, you gypped me. You, <laughs> you 
you know, you got to get the back. Uh-huh. Nobody said that. And um, to make a long story short, that was about a $200 bill oh when, when everything was rung up. And um, there was about half of the staff of the McDonald's came out to bring all the food to the tour bus. Wow. We shut down a McDonald's. Oh, my God. But that was Jay. That was Jay. That was Jam Master Jay for you right there. Never asked anybody for a dime. Paid for it all. Wow. And that's a big Willie style for you right there. That, that was my boy. Okay. So, you got stories like that in the in the book, The Soul Food Zombies, about one time we ate too much before a show. Oh, um, no. Don't want to hear that one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it hurts so it hurts so much, but it tastes so good. Mm-mm. So that's why I said you guys you guys show me the soul, soul food. I come to Chicago. So. Yeah, well, we're not gonna eat too much. <laughs> okay. We pay for it. You can go for it. You can eat. Yeah, we're gonna see what we can work out with that. Yes, ma'am. And uh, um. Again, thank you so much. We will have you back on the show. Okay. Um, uh, You know, I have you on Facebook. I think I didn't have the other page. And I'm not sure if you're on my Twitter, but I'm going to do that as soon as I get off here. And uh, we'll definitely be in contact. Okay, yeah, you hit me up on Twitter, I will follow you. And that goes for anybody else. So I'm not one of those people who don't follow back. So I love that, yeah. Okay. Yes. And let us know when the when the when the um the album drops out and please so that we can Absolutely. go ahead and listen and we'll have you okay. right back on and we can talk about that, okay? Will do, yeah. Um okay. I'm very excited about that. It's it's like I said, something I've been wanting to do for quite a while. So um it's just the smooth jazz in me, you know, trying to get out. So it's finally fighting its way out. And uh, you know. Yeah, you can kick back and listen to my stuff while you clean up the house on Sunday instead of uh, Boney James. You can listen to me. <laughs> okay, then. I can work with that. Yes, Playwright, 
and director John Ruffin. We will have him tomorrow at 7 p.m. Central. And I think I'm going to have two shows tomorrow. I'm not sure. I have to confirm. However, um, thank you guys so much for listening, and have a great night.